as we come to the place in worship today where we're going to read today's scripture, before we get there, I'm just going to invite you to pray with me. Lord, we come before you this day, and I'll admit it that in the midst of the week, it can be so easy to miss you. But we come here to remember that you are our centering force, that you are our light in the darkness that you are the one who, the only one we can come to, to give us the strength that we need. Lord, this day, may you just reveal yourself to us. May you steal away anything that may be standing in our ways of hearing you whether it be anxieties or fatigue or questions or errands to do. And Lord, may you just open up our hearts and our ears to hear what you have to say. And Lord, may it only be you who speaks. Because it's you that we need. So Lord, speak to your children now. It's in your son's name we trust. Amen. Today, we're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And if you have your Bible, I'm going to invite you to turn there because we're going to be walking through this throughout the sermon because what I realized was that these verses, even though it's just six verses, are really dense. And they have a lot to say to us. And so we're... The verses will be up on the screen as we walk through them. But 2 Corinthians 4, verses 1 through 6. Where we find Paul saying, Therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. We have renounced the shameful things that one hides. We refuse to practice cunning or to falsify God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we commend ourselves to the conscience of everyone in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not proclaim ourselves. We proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. What I love about all of Paul's writings is that even all these years later, we can still feel his passion. It's evident in all of his letters the passion that Paul has 
for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, for sharing the good news of who Jesus is. Because for Paul to know Jesus is to be changed. From the very moment that Paul encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus, his life was changed. And we hear it in his writings again and again. Especially these these verses. I find as a as a great reminder of of what it means for us to be bearers of the good news of Jesus Christ, for what it means for us to be people who know his truth today. And we pick this text as we're finishing this worship series, the six weeks of spending time looking at worship, this was the first scripture passage that Andy and I picked, and we assigned it to today. Because it's a great call and a great reminder for us of what worship is. And why I want us to all have in the back of our minds this morning as we walk through these verses is the fact that worship is our response. And so, beholding that as we walk through these verses a little more this morning. So, we're about to look back at verse 1. And right before we get to verse 1, Paul reminds us, right before that, that for those of us who know the truth of Jesus Christ, that through the power of the Holy Spirit, that we are being transformed into his image. And then, so we pick up in verse 1 from there. Therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. This ministry that Paul talks about is sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, sharing the truth of who Jesus is. And that is a ministry that all believers are called to. Sometimes it's really easy for us to try and and say, that's not my call. But it's for all of us. And the truth is, and we find it here in this verse reminding us that the sharing of the good news of Jesus Christ is God's choice for us. That God who is creator, God who is good, God who is holy has said that us, that us, he wants us to be his witnesses. He wants us to be his love letters to this world. To be the people who share his truth. God has engaged us in this call to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And where God calls us, where God engages us, God will equip us. And in verse 2, Paul continued, We have renounced the shameful things that one hides. 
We refuse to practice cunning or to falsify God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we commend ourselves to the conscience of everyone in the sight of God. For me, that verse is a lot. I didn't know what to do with it. So I had to look up some different translations and look up commentaries. But what Paul is writing here is that we are not going to make our faith into a game. We are not going to manipulate God's word to fit our own agenda. We are not going to take God's word out of context to make us comfortable. Instead... By the open statement of the truth, we commend ourselves. What this is saying is that Paul is saying we are going to put our lives on display. That we are going to put our words and our actions, our very lives, up on the table. Saying this is what Jesus means. This is what he means to me, and it's going to be seen in who I am and how I respond to people and how I speak to people and what I choose to do in my goals and my ambitions. If you remember back to our first text um, in January, it was Romans 12, 1 through 2, that we will offer up to God our everyday walking around lives, our sleeping, our eating Lives as an offering because of the goodness of God. We are willing to say, because of who we know Jesus to be, we're willing to say, look at us and who he has made us. But then we we come to verses 3 and 4. And verses 3 and 4 can seem a little out of place. Where Paul writes, and even if our gospel is veiled, is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Paul couldn't begin to understand why people who had heard the story of Jesus, why people who had heard testimonies, why people who had known Christians still didn't seem to think Jesus was true. I think all of us can identify with that, that sometimes we, we just can't understand how people can't, can't seem to see Jesus, can't seem to want to give his truth a chance. And when we look back at the two verses before this, when we we look back and, and we see the call for us to put our lives up on display for non-believers, to see what it means to know Jesus, when we think about in our own lives, our relationships with non-believers. And, and we can think about moments of discouragement where we feel like, where have we fallen short? What more should we be doing? 
We, we understand the discouragement that can come into play when we feel like we're trying to set a good example, where we feel like we're trying to share what Jesus means to us, and yet it seems like people cannot see his glory. But that's where we return to verse 1, where Paul wrote, do not lose heart. Because it's God who has engaged us in this ministry. We, it's not for us to try and understand why some don't seem to believe. It's for us to live lives of faithfulness. And ultimately to trust that God will move in the midst of that. But do not lose heart. And then we come to to verses 5 and 6. Where Paul wrote, For we do not proclaim ourselves. We proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We do not proclaim ourselves. We reclaim Jesus. Somehow, in the midst of our very human lives, in the midst of our brokenness, in in spite of our sinfulness, somehow God has deemed it fit for our lives to be able to be like a beacon like a lighthouse for others to see God's saving grace. In spite of when we feel that we have fallen short too many times, in spite of every fault that we could name and we see in the mirror in the morning, despite everything that we could ever begin to name to discount us, God has deemed us worthy and makes us worthy of sharing his name and his story. Because when we come to know the truth of Jesus Christ, the light of Christ comes and dwells within us, making home in our hearts. And it is seen even if we feel like non-believers may not see it, may not grasp it, there is a difference in the lives of those who know Christ. And it shines in the midst of the darkness. It shines through our broken and shattered pieces held together by God's grace. And God will use us to show others, to reveal to others the glory of a God who gave himself for us.
To know Jesus is to be changed. To know Jesus is to be able to, to not be able to keep him to ourselves. To know Jesus is to mean that in our lives that he will be reflected in who we are. That he will be heard in our words. That he will be made visible in our presence. So what does this have to do with worship? Worship is our response to who God is. Worship is never just Sunday mornings. Worship is not just singing songs or saying prayers or reading scripture. Worship is a life lived in response to a God we are able to know, a God we are able to call our Lord and our Savior and our friend. Our worship is who we are. It's who God makes us. When we allow ourselves to be molded by his power, then he will shine out of us for others to see and to come to know his truth. So may we never lose heart. Instead, may we may we lean on one another. And ultimately, may we lean on the truth of his firm foundation the truth of a God who knows us by name and who is piece by piece putting us and our broken world back together. May our lives be our worship to the God we are able to call our Father, our Maker, and our refuge. Do not lose heart, but live our worship. Let us pray. Lord, You, you came, you came into this world so that brokenness would never be our story. You came for us to know that you are our healer, that you are our savior, that you care about us, that you love us, that you know our brokenness but you know our names and you call us yours. So Lord, may we not hide. May we not discount ourselves. May we not grow weary. But may we hear your call time and again 
to share your good news, to share your story, to be your children in this world, to be the image bearers, the light of our Savior. May our lives be an act of responsive worship to you.